0: Moving on, as the kids like to say, it is no longer second-year linebacker season, SZN. It is now second-year veteran leap season, SZN. In a column that was published recently to weei.com, we thank you for your clicks. Our very own Jumbo Hot himself uh, offered his predictions for which Patriots veterans may make the biggest leap come year two. Now, there are, there are those who signed on to the team last year uh, during the uncharacteristically aggressive offseason, wherein the Patriots spent the budget of a Matrix sequel, bringing in several key veterans from across the NFL. We saw dividends paid and then some from your Matthew Judon's and surprises uh, like my guy, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry as well. And then, of course, there were the <clears throat> Nelson Aguilors and John o. Smith quarter in the John o. Smith jar. Andy, rank them out for us. Give us a little bit of a list. Tell us who you have the most faith in being integral to the Patriots
1: offense or defense in 2022 and why. So this is interesting because the first guy on my list, I was a little bit dubious of uh, last summer. I had heard lots of reports of questionable hands and I saw said questionable hands in training camp. Uh, But it's a guy that already had a positive impact, both with his personality and his play on the field. But it's Kendrick Bourne. I think I have bought into the Brian Barrett world of all he needs is more chances. He had four or fewer targets in 12 of the 17 games targets, not catches. That is a crime. That is a crime. Exactly. And you know, he had good production, 50 catches, 800 yards, led the team with a 14.5 yard average. I think there's room for growth. I think there's room for more. The work ethic, the infectious personality, him, You ever notice who he's always with? Anybody notice who he's always with? Mac Jones. Yep. Mac Jones. Good idea. You know where I learned that lesson from? The little twerp turns Patriots Hall of Famer named Julian Edelman, who absolutely nuzzled his face up to Tom Brady's ass and turned it into a borderline Hall of Fame career. When you're with the quarterback, good things can really come, especially if you have talent and you do work and all of those things that also matter. So I think Kendrick Bourne would be one on my list. So that's one where it's a guy who your first taste of him was like, Ooh, this is pretty good. You want more. He wants more. And there's a little disrespect going on Bet online, put out their odds for uh, individual player props for who could lead the NFL in passing yards, receiving yards and rushing yards. Mac Jones, middle of the pack, Damian Harris, pretty, pretty high on the list. I think he was like tied for 12th with Ezekiel Elliott. Kendrick Bourne did not, receive votes the Patriots did not have a single receiver listed as a guy who could possibly lead the NFL in receiving yards anywhere on the list and this included rookies they went like 47 wide receivers deep in their odds and they never got to any Patriots player it's a long shot I'm not saying Kendrick Bourne should be in the conversation to lead the NFL in receiving yards but he should be in the conversation to lead the Patriots in receiving yards a thousand yard season should not be seen as like oh that's nice no 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 I actually expect him, if he can stay healthy, to be a thousand yard receiver for Mac Jones this year. Same. I would
2: like to just update, as the gambling guy, I would like to give an update to Andy's uh, bet online comment. So if you go to DraftKings, which is the closest actual sports book that I can use, uh, seeing as yeah. I'm nice and close to New Hampshire, mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick Bourne is on the list, but he is very far down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is at uh, plus 15,000. So um, why not take a $2 flyer yeah. on that? Right. I mean, yeah. just, a,
0: just a couple bucks could end up paying you massive dividends, kind of like throwing a couple bucks at a guy most people hadn't heard of from San Francisco to come in and be a key cog in your offense. Andy, everything that you said about Kendrick Bourne resonates true. And then some, the, the infectious personality, the energy, the fact that he cracked the Belichick code. Yep. More difficult than cracking the Enigma code. He's Alan Turing of the Patriots locker room. The guy makes him laugh. He makes him smile. They have, uh, they, they, it's, it's, and, and, and there's that joy about him that I absolutely love. Plus, he's a sneaky, good playmaker. Maybe he's not the fastest, does have pretty solid hands, unlike Aguilar. And on top of it all, his red zone conversion rate is tremendous. He scores touchdowns. They should target him in the red zone more. They should target him in the middle of the field more. They should give him a couple flyers deep. Uh, I mean, th- those two two passes I can think of from last year. Obviously, the bomb against Dallas after Mac threw the pig six to the pig six to Trevon Diggs, and then that touchdown against Cleveland where Bourne went up in the air, a good foot and a half, caught it, crashed down between two defenders at the goal line. Spectacular. That those are not anomalies. These aren't accidents.
1: The guy has it in him to be a leading receiver, and you couldn't ask for much more. Okay, so the next guy on my list is the opposite end of the spectrum. I think he had much higher expectations a year ago as part of that uncharacteristically aggressive free agent class. Some of us believed he was going to lead the team in virtually everything, double-digit touchdowns, 1,200 yards, be the centerpiece of the offense. And his name is Jonu Smith, and um, his first season in Foxborough was the thing of nightmares. He was – not only was he not productive, he was – Counterproductive. He was a net negative. We all remember the turnovers and the bad plays and the whoop de doo in the Saints game. Where it's uh... like, and Josh McDaniels invested so much summertime practice time, camp time into Jonu Smith, centerpiece of the offense. Move him all over. Get him the ball. This is obviously Fisher cut bait season in the uh, Maritime area. That is Foxborough Gillette Stadium because. They're paying him a ton of money. They can't get out from under the money, so they need to find a way to make him productive. I know the lack of a fullback could open up opportunities for his versatility and sort of he's in the backfield, matchups, blah, blah. I'm sorry. This is as much about has to happen as I hope it happens. who freaking Smith has to do something to contribute to the New England Patriots. The man is making $12.5 million a year.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean... <sighs> He had a tough <laughs> year, man. That was disgusting. No, no,
1: beyond yeah. tough. Like, don't, it was. Uh, it was
2: don't, don't start apologizing. He's a grown-ass man.
0: He had a oh. uh, highly productive season, eight touchdown years, 40 oh. catches, hundreds of yards, just because just because he didn't turn the league upside down, just because he didn't lead the Patriots in yards, touchdowns, yak, whatever, yards Absolutely per reception. anything. Like, did anything. He did. You know what he led the Patriots in? Reasons why I had to contribute to the swear jar. Because, yeah, I, like. He was infuriatingly bad. He looked like fourier Christian fourier will tell you he's thinking the playbook where he should be. Uh, it's all in his head and he's not using his physical gifts to just react and play the game fluidly.
1: Shyam, right. let me think, ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. Does it concern you? They paid John o. Smith for what he's capable of doing, not what he's done. He yep. was in an offense that had a good quarterback, a great running back and good receivers. Yep. Play action and tight ends. Yes. He never put up huge numbers or production there other nope. than the touchdown. Even eight touchdowns is like, it's good. It's not like, oh my God, eight touchdowns. It's better than one. Is, But my point is like, is he just who he is? Is he like an athlete who never is going to be a really all that productive football player?
2: I, I mean, there's that chance. I think that that's definitely a possibility, which is one of the reasons why I would actually lean towards Hunter Henry, the other tight end, having a better year to jump with the Patriots than John U. Smith. You saw what Hunter Henry can give you. He gave you exactly what he's done every other season in the NFL last year, which was exactly. like 600 yards mm-hmm. and a handful of touchdowns. He had nine last year, right? He ten. didn't get he, yeah. 10. I'm really at 10. Okay. But either way, yeah. <laughs> I'll take a lot. It's fine. Nine is uh, the new 10, only on six like rings. Mother... You know Regardless, what? Regardless, I think there's... I think Hunter Henry can give you more. Like, I've always thought he has relatively underachieved for what he is when he was with the Chargers, and then this year you saw what he was with the Chargers. I think now a second year in the offense, a second year with Mac Jones, I think Hunter Henry could have a, a decent year two jump where he gets, you know, an extra 100 yards receiving and, and, and could get... You know, if if Mac takes a step forward, I think Hunter Henry could get double digit touchdowns. Uh, yeah. And
0: all, and also, uh, I'll point this out too uh, to your point on Kendrick Bourne nuzzling up to Mac Jones and being buddies with him and Belichick. Hunter Henry very tight with Mac Jones, their families hang out, whatever. Yep. Also, noted fan of one of our favorite breweries, Vitamin C Brewing. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's got good he's got good taste in quarterbacks and his uh, adult beverages. But Hunter Henry, I think here's the, here's is a perception issue. I think a lot of people thought in Hunter Henry they were getting like a new Gronk. He's not, he's not no, Gronk. He's not, he's, that. he's never going to be. That's, that's not, that's not his whole thing. No, it's completely unfair to think that you're going to get Gronk, Gronk esque or Gronk adjacent. He's his own thing. Um, I'm not sure exactly which other tight end I might comp him out to, but like 700 yards and 10 touchdowns, 55 catches, that would be spectacular. Could,
2: could he have, could he theoretically have a Zach Ertz esque season of like 88 catches for 900 yards?
1: Maybe that's, that's a few. Do you think
2: that's within his? I don't skill think set? so. I think
1: he is who he is at this point, is I'll be stunned if he 60, has
2: a 60
0: and 10, you know, 60 for 750 and 10 might be the ceiling, but that would be great. And for John I mean, Smith, tight end? yeah, for yeah, John yeah, Smith, you no thought for John that. Smith, I think people thought they were getting AJ Brown, the tight end, they ended up getting Charlie Brown. Yeah, he I was would... a, a, an absolute friggin' disaster last year. What do you, what he, They And, like, I don't want to see the Patriots, and I think we can all agree on this. God forbid we do all agree on one point. Don't want to see them trying to do the whole, like, get him involved, get him going early, like jet sweeps and the misdirections and the slants and uh, all the stuff they did last year. Like, once they get him in space, like, he tripped over his own feet. He got in the way of other people's passes. He volleyballed interceptions to the other team. Like, I think they have to simplify the – right not the offense but what they expect out of John Smith because like you said Andy we might be dealing with freakishly good athlete
1: not a great football player yeah i i think his role will be streamlined with the hopes that it's productive plays more than productive games if that makes sense like pick our spots yeah. use them the athlete maybe it's out of the backfield some spread sets where he's sort of a unique matchup I actually just totally disagree on Hunter Henry. I think you've probably – you might have seen the best Hunter Henry season you're going to see from the Patriots. I just think that's who he is. I think he's a very consistent – if he's healthy, he's going to give you the 55 or 60 catches, you know, 45 to 55. He's going to give you eight-plus – like, that is who he – I would almost be stunned if suddenly he had a Gronk season, 1,200 Mm -hmm. yards and, like, 14 touchdowns. Yeah, I
2: don't think he'll be a thousand yard receiver, but, like, I think he could have – you know, 750, 8, 8, even yep. like, I think his ceiling. So what do you have last year?
1: What do you six, have last? 600,
2: 603. Yeah, like four. I, mean, I like guess. 50 I just don't think of he offers. Run.
1: I don't think he offers much run after the catch. I don't think he's in it. Like he's just, he is who he is. And he's a productive part of an offense. He's just never going to be the offense. And so the next on my list was more in the Hunter Henry category. And I'm intrigued to see Fitzy's response to this because I think, um, I mean, not Hunter Henry, John o. Smith category, yeah. uh-huh. and that's Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Where I mean, it was a terrible contract the day they signed it. Almost everybody Awful. on the planet, not named Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia, said that. And
0: with every receiver that was out there, no less as as we were just like begging for like Curtis Samuel or like get big and long with like I mean, Kenny Galladay. Like, you signed who for
1: how much? And he he has the third highest cap number on the team the fifth highest cap number among NFL receivers, Gross. and he is just a guy. And and I almost don't – he didn't really have a terrible year. He had a Nelson Aguilar year. You just expected him to have like a Devontae Adams year or something. Like you paid him like an elite receiver, and he, you know, isn't. Never has been, never will be in my opinion. I just don't understand – Like. And I don't blame him if somebody's going to put the bag in front of me, as they say, the kids say, I'm going to take the damn bag and then I'll take the expectations that come with it. And when people are ripping me, I'll just count my money and like shower myself in money to wash away the tears. (laughs) But I also don't think Nelson Aguilar, like do we believe Nelson Aguilar is suddenly going to have this breakout season? I absolutely do not.
0: No, and I'm looking right now at his stats career to date. Uh, Last year represented the second lowest reception total of his career. Uh, He peaked in 17 and 18 uh, when he had 95 targets, 62 catches, 97 targets, 64 catches, uh, eight touchdowns is his career high 2017 and 2020 with the Raiders. I think Belichick got a peek at him when he was sneaky good or rather surprisingly good, maybe better than people had assumed he would be with the Raiders. Don't forget, he cooked Steph Gilmore on a big play in the first half of that game, a game the Patriots ultimately won in Foxborough in the pandemic year. And maybe Belichick thought we can use this guy and expand on him uh, as sort of like a deep threat or a downfield guy. There's just always going to be that part of me that wonders, like, did they
1: sign him for Cam Newton? And then I don't even. I know people have said that. I don't really understand that because Cam couldn't throw the ball deep anymore. He had. He was not a deep ball thrower. And like, yeah, I don't. I don't know why they signed him, quite frankly. I think maybe they expected the wide receiver market to blow up. There were not a lot of great options, and I maybe they thought they were getting some sort of value because it was a relatively short-term deal. I, 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 honestly, I'm just throwing crap mm-hmm. at the wall because I, I can't rationalize the signing. I don't understand. Yeah. So I know the – and the lone sort of um, hope right now is – because you've added Devontae Parker and you've added Tyquan Thornton, maybe he's going to get some more time in the slot. Maybe he's better suited in the slot. Maybe he'll get better matchups in the slot. He talked a lot about that a couple of weeks ago on his Zoom. Very optimistic. I don't – I mean, I guess this is the time of year where we sell those stories. like That also optimism. means that the rookie
2: has to be on the field, though, all the right. time, which – We've, I mean, we've never really oh, no, seen Parker,
1: that. I mean, Parker is too. It's like if mm-hmm. you have, okay, sure. If you add, if it's Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne on one side, let's say, and then Parker and Aguilar on the other in mm-hmm. like four receiver sets, spread yeah. sets. He could Again, be in the though,
2: slot. Devontae Parker has to be on the field. He has he, had health issues. He's had one Tyquan full th- season. One full and season. And Taquan yeah. Thornton has to be on the field, and he is a rookie receiver on the New England Patriots. And he has so, to get the offense.
1: Have you seen his strongest? wrist? Yeah, I know. No, no, no. The Patriots put out their rookie minicamp, like, 40-picture gallery on Patriots.com, oh, and there's one of him, like, taking off from the line of scrimmage, and, like, you see his wrist, and you're like, damn, he does have little bony, skinny little wrists. <laughs>
0: But you have to actually catch him in order to see him, and that's obviously something that's not easy to do. Okay, so we're looking for uh, more Kendrick Bourne. Anything from Jonu Smith. And as far as I'm concerned, with somebody uh, they committed $31.5 million to Jonu Smith. And for Aguilar, they're going to pay the man. We've said before in the pod, they're obviously not going to get much uh, in terms of maybe just a little salary relief if they could even find a trading partner. It's not worth cutting him. So you pay the man this year. It's a bad contract. Bill doing one of those off season bill things. And then you see if he can either stretch the field to open things up for other people or make a few more contributions than last season, Andy, we got to move on to the final segment of the pod, but um, who are the la- how did you uh, rank the last two?
1: Uh, Henry Anderson. Yep. A dark horse. Mm-hmm. Um, Professional, if you recall, Bill Belichick said he will help us this year. He guaranteed it. When some people were wondering, like, is this guy going to get cut as a first free agent? Whatever. So I think Henry Anderson will be in a nice rotational mix with the Dietrich Wises of the world, Lawrence guys. And then Raekwon McMillan, who we talked about in the previous segment. If he's healthy, I think there's a chance Raquan McMillan starts an abundance of games this year for the Patriots at linebacker.
0: Rock solid, hard to disagree with that list, Andy. Good job by you. If you want to read the list, it's at weei.com. If you disagree or you have a different pecking order, tweet at us. He's at Jumbo Heart, And, of course, we are at Six Rings Pod.